for All right. <laughs> ready, to, ready to record a motherfucking podcast. As ready as I can be. It's a bit like that, isn't it? <laughs> right. So, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Training Raw Knowledge Podcast with your host, as ever, myself, Alex Connor, where we talk everything, really. Training, nutrition, lifestyle, the works. We're back here with AEMF. Looks like we're kind of in a studio at the minute with the bit of the backdrop on the wall. But today I'm with the bold and the beautiful Lenise Patini. Hopefully Hi I guys. got that right. You did. Thank you. <laughs> First obstacle down. Pressure's off now. It's a bit lighter than that. Um, I'm, I'm sure a few people are going to know, obviously by the thumbnail, and you know there'll be some um, mutual friends that listen to the podcast, so they may know who you are and what you do. But mm-hmm. for the listeners and the watchers who don't, let's start off at the beginning, as mm-hmm. we always do. Tell okay. us who you are, what you do, yep. and more importantly, why. Take as long or as short as you want. All right. Um, well, as you said, I'm Lenise Patini. Um, I am a WBFF Bikini Pro. Um, I have been for since 2017. I can't add in my head how many years that's been now, but Goes still, fast, still too early in the morning. Yeah, literally, I'm like 2018 is the last yeah. time I competed. Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck, it's gone fast. It has, it's gone so fast. Um, and yeah, my main occupation outside of competing is I'm a makeup artist and I have been for 13 years now. So yeah. That's what I do. It's what I love and yeah. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's really good that both of those things sort of go hand in hand together at the moment as well. So yeah. Yeah. Good. I can imagine <laughs> it definitely helps as yeah, well. It does. Because like it leads on to probably a lot of the connections you've got in the industry and whatnot. So yeah. like, I guess one of the first questions I want to talk about is mm-hmm. where did your love of health and fitness come from? I, I kind of think I know because we've got a mutual friend, but I'm yeah, not yeah. sure she claims that she introduced you to it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. where was like that love and passion of yeah. training initially come from? Like, did you just stumble into it? Was it something you did or did you have influence from a particular friend? Um, I never was really into the gym um, at a younger age. Like I played team sports and stuff when I was younger, like and in school, um, and I was a BMX racer for five years of my life. Oh, from okay, like, here we go. Yeah, there you go. Shit. <laughs> from like uh, I think the age of like ten to fifteen, um, and where I grew up in Cairns, yeah, gym it, like just gym wasn't really a big thing back then. So I just didn't really, I don't know, didn't interest me whatsoever. And then. Um, at the age of, I think I was 21 when I first moved to the Gold Coast. Um, a small town country girl in Cairns, not really sort of around the whole, I don't know what you want to call it, I guess the GC life. Um, yeah, moving here, just, I don't know, I guess seeing everybody getting into it, I was like, yeah, cool, wanted to start going to the gym. So, um, how old were you when you moved? Uh, 21. I think I was 21 when I moved here to the Gold Coast. And you're, you, you've got a background like me of Italian. Mm-hmm. Did, obviously, you, you were born in Cairns, is that I was right? born in or, Cairns, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. And is it your mum or your dad's side? And sort of when did they come over, like with the Italian? Um, so I'm like Australian because my parents were both born here. Um, but my grandparents um, and my whole family on both sides are Italian. Oh, so my go. grandparents were born over in Italy. So yeah, a bit of north and south in me. So yeah. Yeah. There's the love of food. Exactly right. right. Exactly right. Family, culture, soul. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously if you train you get to eat more food. So yeah, like exactly. Literally the best, right? Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, you I interrupted. You were twenty one, you came to the Gold Coast. Yeah. And then you started to think, okay, that was kind of more of the trend, yeah, right? Because it yeah. is quite aesthetic. Yeah, it is. And I just wanted, I guess, just to feel better about myself. So yeah, just between like, you know, my friends and everyone that I was hanging around with at the time. 
Um, I signed up to the gym and sort of got into things then. I started from scratch, just you know, like anybody else getting into it, had no, no idea what I was doing, um, was awkward, but yeah, I just knew it needed to be done. And you know, with anything, you're gonna get better with it over time. So yeah, and then I think about after maybe, how long did I live here for? Oh, I can't remember. It was somewhere between six and 12 months of me first moving here mm -hmm. um, is when me and my now husband um, got introduced and him being a PT and everything, um, you know, he helped me obviously learn a lot more on my journey and, you know, taught me all the, you know, fundamentals of training and food and nutrition and then it just sort of went on from there. And um, yeah, I was into the gym for probably about five, or six years, I swore black and blue I would never compete. I saw Matt compete and do the whole like old school dieting when we first got together and I was like, nah, like food too much, like there's <laughs> no way yeah. I will ever eat chicken and broccoli for, you know, four to six months of my life to look like that. Um, yeah, saw friends go through it and then um, I was at the gym one day uh, with one of my best friends and she'd already competed in a show and was like, oh, I'm gonna do my second, my second show. And I was like, I'm gonna do one too. And then it just, yeah, went from there and... So that was kind of the protagonist, yeah. was your best friend. Yeah. Oh, before we digress into that, I wanna go yeah. back, cause yeah. you know, as people know, so Matthew, Matt, Richo, people yeah. know him as Richo, he's yeah. been on the podcast. So <laughs> yeah. for people who are listening, if not go back, it's a banger episode. Yeah. So you met, when was he training you or was he training a friend and how did that sort of coagulate because you you often find in this industry yeah because if you train you want someone like-minded and mm -hmm. it does generally if we're in, into fitness we don't like always go out we're yeah. probably guilty of not going out as much as we should like have yeah. a balance sometimes yeah. but i find a lot of partners kind of link up in the gym yeah was that something direct did it happen over time or was like did you met him and you were like "Fuck this this is the guy for me um so it was kind of like through a friend and through the gym um, so the gym that I was going to at the time, he was a PT there, but like I didn't know who he was. We didn't know each other. And then a friend at the time um, had moved um, to the Gold Coast with me from Cairns and she signed up at the same gym. And, you know, um, I don't even know if they still do it these days, but when if you're a new member at the gym, sometimes they'll give you like three free PT sessions with somebody. And um, my friend randomly got him as a PT and then they just became really good friends and um, her and I lived together as well and then I think just from um, yeah him knowing that I lived with her and that we were friends and that I went to the gym and yeah was it was it good life about then good life yeah good life? Okay, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it was and then yeah I guess the rest is history from there then he was I I, I know I think he was just asking about me and um, yeah then it just kind of all naturally yeah, went naturally. from there yeah a date yeah, yeah. All that good stuff. I like yeah. training, you like training. Yeah. yeah, I think our first proper date was at Max Brenner, so. Hey, of course it was. <laughs> yeah, why would it be anywhere else? <laughs> yeah, so you still remember those early stages, yeah, right? It's do. important. Yeah, you know, 100%. It's like quite nostalgic. Yeah, it did he, very much did he, is. When you started hanging out, did he then just ask you out and it transpired from there or did you ask um, him out? Because sometimes no, he, the females have got to be a little bit more direct, yeah, you know? Yeah, he sat like, oh. me down. Um, I was about to... <laughs> Um, I think he wanted to lock me in before I went on my first overseas holiday with a hey. bunch of six or seven girls. <laughs> Maybe that's why I still don't, I don't know. But um, yeah, I remember, I think I was at work one day um, and he took me on a lunch break and 
yeah, asked me to be his girlfriend. So. Oh, what a guy. He's very old school, very loyal. Yeah, very much so. One of the greatest guys you'll ever meet. So, yeah, yeah. This is, I can confirm this yeah, is true. Pretty no. much every person that crosses his path will completely agree. Yeah, salt of the earth. Yeah, This definitely. is true. Quite yeah. a rarity these days as well. Very much, Which yeah. is, is very nice to see in this world where people are constantly splitting up and yeah. diving in and out of relationships. It's quite refreshing. Yes. And then, okay, so we, we bounce back to your friend competed. That yep. was like the protagonist. What shows did she do? Was it WBFF or was she doing something different? No, WBFF, yeah. Right, okay. And that was like, even though I, you know, I tracing back to when I said I would never compete, I always was in the back of my mind, if I ever did, it would have only ever been WBFF. It was never, right, yeah. okay. never even considered the other federations. It was just like something about the WBFF, obviously like, you know, all the glitz and the glam, but I didn't really know that much about it then. Um, but I just knew that if I was going to compete, it was going to be WBFF. So, yeah. yeah. And that's probably quite an important point as well, because yeah. there is, I mean, there's probably more federations now. I mean, they mm -hmm. seem to be emerging all the time and then diversifying and some people have fallings out and then they create their own one. It's hard to keep yeah, up, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah. But yeah, I think making that decision is really critical for yeah. a lot of people. They're like, oh, you know, what should I do? But for you, it was quite clear cut. Yeah. It was always going to be WBFF. So apart from the glitz and the glamour, was there any other reason? Was it the look? Was it part of the process of where you have to, you know, go through different phases? You get to wear different things. You don't necessarily have to do a solo routine from memory. Yeah. Could be wrong. Was yeah. there anything else that you were like, this is this is a bit more me? Um, or was I think, it just that kind of like, Ooh, I think I was just very drawn to it. Um, but I also loved, you know, the bikinis, um, you know, that you can go, you know, a lot more all out with bikinis and just the looks of um, the girls in general, like the pros and just, you know, general competitors for the WBFF. I just loved the whole um, look and just the vibe and everything. And I love that it's a show and that you can be yourself and it's not just like, you know, structured cookie cutter posing and everything. So yeah, I love that you can, yeah, be yourself and just, yeah, gives you so much opportunity to grow and the friendships and yeah, just everything about it's just incredible. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask some questions based on like from the viewer's point of view, because I know mm -hmm. they're probably like, ask this question, ask this question, because yeah. a lot of girls probably love to chat to you mm -hmm. about your experience. So I think the first one is, uh, what advice would you offer, before we get into the specifics of your experience, to yeah. other females specifically who are looking to get into WBFF, yeah. and maybe perhaps how to not only integrate, but what category they should go in, yeah. or maybe anything advice you would have given yourself before competing last time, maybe just start with general advice. Yeah. That you'd sort of, you know, guide girls towards just to ha so they have a better experience yeah I mean if it's your first time competing and you're only just kind of getting into everything um, and trying to decide I guess what category you fit into you've got to look at like where you're already starting so if you're somebody who's I mean this I guess goes with any you know federation not just with WBFF but just you know seeing what muscle mass and everything you're already holding so like definitely looking at that starting point um, if you're somebody who's, you know, only kind of just started stepping foot into the gym, um, obviously bikini is going to be your best, you know, option to go with until you sort of, you know, I guess work in it more and build some more muscle. Um, but if you're somebody, you know, like myself, when I went into it, I'd already been training for five or six years, like doing heavy weight training and whatnot. So, and playing sport and racing BMX and stuff, like I already had quite a, I guess, decent foundation to um, work with. So yeah, taking all those sorts of things into consideration, um, finding the right coach, making sure you've got the right coach that, 
that's suited to that federation and knows, you know, um, you know all the fundamentals and everything. And yeah, that'd be my the first things that I'd say to sort of look into. Um, and make sure that, you know, your overall goal, like look at the pros in each federation and make sure that that's, you know, what you're, um, what you're aiming for, but also what your body type is suited to as well. So, mm. yeah. yeah. So, and, and that's really good. So let's maybe digress more into your experience with it specifically. Mm -hmm. When, uh, can maybe you talk us through the first time you competed mm -hmm. and what that was like and yeah. what were the main takeaways that you learned from that first time on stage? Maybe talk us through the feeling that yeah. you had because I, I know as well the first time you step on stage, it's pretty cool. Like, yeah. it's pretty nerve wracking, but yeah. I always say to people, you will very, very quickly discern and know whether it's for you or not as soon as you get on stage. Yeah. Because if you really, like, you're like, nah, nah, this, yeah. is, I'm really, this is not for me, too nervous. Yeah. Or you just sort of go, I'm nervous, but ooh, that looks yeah. cool. Let's do that again. You know, it's like a roller coaster. Like, it you, really you know. is. It really is. Like, I was nervous as absolute shit. Like, I was shaking, <laughs> like, but holy shit, I could not wait to get on, out on that stage. I was so excited. It was just... Like I always say to everybody, aside from my wedding day being the greatest day of my life, like comp day is like the next greatest day of my life. Like I just absolutely love it. And um, I mean, I've had this conversation with Matt before because I did have, um, I guess, quite a good run for my first show when I did compete. I did win um, and win my pro status, my very first show, very first time on stage. So um, I guess, you know, it's always going to be that much more exciting when that does happen. However, um, you know, I have competed in like pro shows since then and, you know, gone completely backwards and had the experience from the other end as well. And I still froth it. I still think it's the greatest, you know, experience. And um, just for my own personal growth, I don't think I'd be, you know, where I am and just the confidence and just everything that's, you know, sort of come with it. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's definitely not for everybody. You have to be, yeah, you have to be committed and it has to be, you have to be very mentally strong as well because that shit is hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. I think it's hard for people to relate mm. if they've not competed and, that, and yeah. that's not um, coming from a place of uh, what would be the appropriate word. Arrogance maybe would mm -hmm. be one of them. Like, you know, you, you, you don't know, but it is kind of yeah. hard because... I always say with, with physique sports, it's not yeah. just a pay to play. Like yeah. it is, but it isn't. Yeah. For example, me and you tomorrow, I always use an example. We could get a cricket bat and a ball and we could play. Yeah, or we yeah. could get into a federation. It might not be great, but we, we could just start playing, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's fine. But you can't just get on stage. Yeah. Like you, you have to be in a certain condition. You have to, mm -hmm. or you should build a certain physique. And then obviously there's all of the other things that come into it as well. There's yeah. tan, there's the posing, there's yeah. the, you know, the outfits, and then there's the registrations and the travel. and. There is a lot. It's very, there very is a lot. costly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, which is interesting. So I think, you know, by having a bit of a research first, and that's why I wanted to ask you about, like, yeah. you know, what, how, what advice would you give? Because I think it's unfair when some people just get something, oh, you should go on stage, you go on stage, and they're yeah. not given the support. Yeah. I feel like they're kind of set up to fail, and it's yeah. great that you had a good experience the first time. Yeah. It's not going to be like for everyone. Yeah. So maybe let's talk about those latter shows then, which mm -hmm. weren't so good initially, yeah. and what are the things that you took away from that when you faced that adversity? Yeah. What are the things you were like, okay, obviously this is maybe not my day, it's a bit yeah. of a shit result, but what, what did you take away from that like for to motivate you now? Yeah. Because if I am correct, 
this year's your year, right? It's my year. Season B, baby. <laughs> it's my year. I yeah. cannot wait. So <laughs> yeah. what, what have you taken now to yeah. kind of spearhead this attack, if you will, yeah. into season B to bring your most complete package in? Yeah. I mean, it just like, you know, as much as it obviously sucked at the time, um, coming out on the other end and you know not doing as well but I'm so glad I went through that experience because it just gives you the drive the experience the determination to just keep going um, until you you know well for me until I get what I want I won't stop so <laughs> yeah. yeah you've yeah. got to have that relentless yeah. attitude right so yeah. for you I guess it did build a bit more resilience and yes. motivation correct me if I'm wrong but it seems yeah. like kind of got the fire going in the belly a little bit more yeah and I know that when we first connected properly I think yeah. one of the first times we had a conversation was when I came around to I think yeah. it was the it wasn't the Christmas party it was like a get-together yeah yeah and we were chatting I think we struck a chord about food and whatnot yeah. but you were telling me about competing and I was like oh when are you competing and yeah Obviously, the elephant in the room is COVID. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of fucked everything yeah. up. But yeah. you, one of the things I noticed is you were very like, no, like, I've got to do this. Like, this is what I want to achieve. Yeah. It's a non-negotiable. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I want to 100% do this before I move on to the next yeah. chapter of my life. Yeah. Um, and maybe start a family and whatever that might yeah. be to you. So. Yeah, definitely. No, I think it's... um. Yeah, like I said, like experiencing those things on the other end of the scale just definitely gives you that push and it makes you see, like you might not see it at the time, but it makes you see when you look back like why you didn't do better and the amount of, you know, growth mentally and just in so many other ways that I've made since then. I'm like, yeah, I can totally see why, you know, I didn't win or place higher in that show and, you know, I've taken away all those things and I've worked on them and now I know I'm ready. Mm. Now I know I'm, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk specifically from an, an aesthetic point of view. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I will ask the obvious question. Would you ever go to the next category? So we've got, and correct me if I'm wrong, Lenise, we were talking about this the other day, but yeah. um, in the females, we've got the bikini. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we've got, is it um, figure? So it goes, it was always bikini, Sport. fitness, then figure. Fitness, However, okay. there is the brand new category now in between that sits between bikini and fitness, which is wellness. Right. So bikini, fitness, wellness. Bikini, wellness, fitness, figure. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah. And obviously figure being the more muscular and yeah. all the way. Cause sort of so yeah, yeah would, would you ever enter a different category or is um, bikini always like you think at this point now that's that's for me bikini if i have a choice is definitely my go-to that's what i'm um definitely want to keep working on um working my way before wellness um was an option working my way up to fitness just wasn't really my cup of tea like i love how those girls look on stage they look absolutely incredible but just for me personally i don't know that's just not a look that i wanted for myself especially because you know most of the time when you especially when your competing days are done like I'm not going to look that lean all the time so I think I like I guess the off-season look of bikini physique for myself um better so yeah working up to fitness just wasn't really um an option for me and then when the wellness category came in I did sort of consider that that might be something that I have to step into because it is something that um a category that um they ask for like a fuller lower body but I mean you know never say never we'll always just see how I look as prep goes on but um, after having the first um, WBFF show here that they had the wellness category um, I think I mean I see I, I do have that fuller lower body when I'm not competing but I think when I do compete I do lean down my body still suits the bikini category 
um, better, which suits me fine. Because as I said, that's that's my main focus and my main goal, and mm. um, you know, trying to achieve that ultimate, you know, bikini physique. So. Yeah, no, that makes yeah. sense. Because yeah. like you said, that's quite important, actually. And we're going to get more into this as we yeah. go. I really want to dig into yeah. kind of some of the trials and tribulations and the expectations that females have. Yeah. And obviously, there's a lot of negatives that come with that because, yeah. again, some people are given the wrong information and yeah. they're made to feel like they have to look and feel a certain way. And it's, yeah. it's about being human at the end of the day. Yeah. And yes, competing is amazing. Yeah. But again, like you said, you've got to be happy when you're not competing. And that's yeah. going to be most of your life and it's not going to be forever. Exactly. So that's probably a really valid point. Um, I would like to talk about the specifics as well mm -hmm. of, and I think this would be good for the listeners, like your tan, the makeup, which obviously is something you specialize in, the bikini, things like that, the outfits, because I, I know it's different from category to category, yeah. but something that appeals to me as a bit of a showman, as people know, is yeah. the outfits mm -hmm. and the actual presence. I think that's what kind of gives it the show its... Um, kind of premise if you will you know yeah. it's like you come in they've got the music they've got the lights it's the outfits like you yeah. said it's the glitz and glamour it's like yeah. the, it's like the monaco formula one of yeah of competing you know it it's is. like yeah. that's where you go to be seen um let's talk about like all of those little things and how you prepare them maybe where you get them from and yeah. and what are uh, the things that have merit and bias in terms of maybe the cut of the bikini because i know for example it's not as important when i competed in bodybuilding but yeah. like it can make a difference yeah and a lot of people go into these shows they don't know so maybe let's include posing in that and maybe the heels let's talk through all the little elements yeah what you have found what's yeah. worked for you obviously you might do your own makeup i'm not sure yeah and what people can do to kind of enhance that or maybe where they should start sourcing or learning it from so that when it comes to the competition day yeah you know they're not going to be like fuck like where am I yeah. going to get my tan and this and that yeah and, yeah you know? well with WBFF um they do have their um tanning and beauty services which um are like you are required to sort of go through them um which makes it more uniform across um like the stage as well on show day so like all the tans are the same um, and it, it creates a really good experience, um, as I always say as well, especially like with having your hair and makeup and, and tan done backstage on show day. Like it gives you the opportunity to, to mingle with other competitors. And, you know, it's just that whole experience of show day and getting ready and everything like that. So at least um, that's sort of one thing that you wouldn't really have to stress about mm. going to source that's um, actually really on your good. own. Yeah, because the tan is yeah. huge in bodybuilding. Yeah. And you've got to get the base, you gotta get someone to put it on and you yeah. need to know how to put it on and it has a, like, in my opinion, it makes fucking day and night difference. Yeah, 100%. Because I did a couple of shows, I had someone really good do it and yeah. then I kind of fucked it up a little bit other yeah, times yeah. and I was like, oh wow, like that made a huge difference. Yeah. So yeah. that's good and it's yeah. like one less thing for people to kind of be To have to worry on. about, and yeah. like you said, the kind of social cohesion, that's, yeah. I like that. I, yeah. listen, I think that's a, that is, a lot of shows should do that. Yeah, 100%. As hard as it can be. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that's, um, yeah, I guess covering that side of things. Um, then with your bikini, I mean, um, again, there's their, um, like, major sort of bikini sponsors, I guess, that work with the WBFF that know, you know, the cuts of bikinis and the style that is suitable and that they like. Um, which is Glam Fit Bikinis and All For Me. So as long as you go to one of those, I always say you, you can't get the cut of your bikini wrong. It's just then about, you know, finding a style that you like, that suits your personality, that suits your physique, you know, bringing out your strengths and hiding your weaknesses and everything like that. So, um, yeah. Can yeah. you uh, like 
do you have a lot of influence on that? I know I actually went all for me. Yeah. Uh, and I remember going in and, you know, the lady was really good. She's like, okay, like try these on, but she was like, like that. And I'm yeah. like, really this? And she's yeah. like, yeah. And I'm just like, okay. And it was, yeah. I wasn't really sure. Yeah. Do you have a bit of a say or is there any prerequisites at all? Or you can go, no, I want it cut here. I want it to be higher here. I want it to be lower there. Yeah, 100%. And do you have a, and this is a big one. Do you have a, any pro tips on color? And what your opinion is, maybe I'm giving away too much because yeah. I know you probably got all your stuff yeah. ready for this yeah. year. For me, and you probably you may disagree with this, yeah. I always go less because I think it's more. Yeah. I think when you go too much, it takes away from the physique. But I also like to double blind everyone and yeah. go, well, if everyone's going to turn up in something pretty extravagant, if I go something really simple, like yeah. black, but a really good black, yeah. it just cuts through. Yeah. But that's my opinion. So I yeah, don't know yeah. if you've got a bias or a preference or like where you'd be like, okay, think about this, this, and this element. Because yeah. you know when you're on the stage, the yeah. eye is drawn. You know, there is, it can add a percent or so. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, like I've always chosen more simple bikinis, but effective. Um, I don't like on me personally too much dangly here and there. I just find it takes away, especially my focus with my posing, because I'm worrying about maybe where something's falling um, and whatnot. But in saying that, I mean, some of those bikinis look absolutely incredible on the stage. So again, it just literally comes down to, I think what, you know, what you're drawn to and what's going to suit you, but definitely make sure, you know, it suits your posing and um, yeah, definitely. Um, but with colors, and whatnot, obviously there's like, you know, certain colors and stuff that do stand out a little more on stage, but again, think of like your features, your complexion against the tan and all of that sort of thing as well. Like I've gone, um, yeah, all my bikinis have been kind of like similar-ish colors, but I've just changed it up a little bit, but yeah, who knows what I might do this time. We'll have to just wait and see. Exactly. There's a little, there's a little cheeky cliffhanger <laughs> yes, for you. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this next one. So mm, definitely, this, yeah. uh, it's going to be a good day. That's for sure. It we'll will all be there. Yeah, getting your bikini is so damn exciting. Like, especially like, you know, when you're getting through those like harder last, you know, couple of months of prep. The day that your bikini comes is literally like just light your fire again, and it's just yeah, it's so exciting. It's like a, it is. It's like a checkpoint along the way. Yeah. It's it's yeah. almost like because when you're getting leaner, you have to rely on more external yeah cues to kind of elicit the internal. Obviously, people are different. Some people are very intrinsically motivated, but yeah. there are all of those things that help. And also like the look, the aesthetic as well. Yeah. Towards the end, you, know, you feel a bit like death and yeah. you're missing out. And then sometimes you get a look at your physique and you're like, yeah. it's because you, you're assessing yourself all the time. Mm -hmm. You're very critical, but then you'll see something new. You're like, oh, didn't see that line there. Didn't see that cut there. Yeah. And that kind of keeps you going. Yeah, it and really does. And the things like, like you said, yeah. your bikini arriving, because you're like, well, I can't back out now. Like, no. you know, this is it. Yeah, 100%. It's so, so exciting. And just some of the creations the girls come up with, especially like who I go through with Clam Fit, they're just absolutely incredible. So, um, yeah, but they're, they're totally open. Like you can tell them exactly what you want or you can, li like I know a lot of girls literally just say, create whatever you want. So yeah, For sure. they're open to do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, maybe put some links yeah. in the description for yeah. people. But I like you yeah. said, at least there's only kind of two here in Australia at this yeah, point. Yeah. So it's pretty easy. Um, yeah. And I know they're always at the shows when we went the, yeah. um, we were there the, the other couple of weekends ago. Yeah. Um, posing, mm -hmm. in your opinion, how critical is it? 
yep. advice you'd offer to others? Yep. And do you also offer coaching? Do you do you coach other uh, women and other competitors? Do you show them? Is this a service you offer? Or if, where do you go for your posing? Or whatever um, you're comfortable with sharing? Yeah, no, that's totally fine. Um, posing is definitely... So I cannot stress how important your posing is. Like, it's not just about like who has the best physique up there on the day. It's about how you can show it off. And again, same with, you know, when you're choosing your bikini with your posing, like focusing on your strengths and hiding your weaknesses, just really nailing that stage presence and just owning it and being confident and just, yeah, you walk out on that stage like it's already yours. (laughs) So, um yeah, no, um, definitely recommend with posing, like getting that started, working on that, like the sooner the better. Like it doesn't matter if you, you know, 18 months to two years out from a show, like start as soon as you possibly can because it makes all the difference. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm going to second that one. People yeah. who listen will probably know, but yeah. I started years out and it pays massive dividends because yeah. it's it's actually quite hard if you've not... If you're not good in front of the camera, you're not posed mm. before. Yeah. One, it's very fatiguing. It and, is. <laughs> and two, it's the last thing you want to be doing. Yeah. Before that's the you know like when you're getting towards the end, you have you know limited brain capacity. Yeah. That's just one ingredient you don't want to have to worry about. Exactly. It's just one last thing you go. Look, I've got it down. Yes, I'm still going to practice it. Yeah. But it becomes autonomous. It becomes comfortable. Yeah. And like you said, it's all about. Uh, the the look and people can tell if you're like it takes a lot of effort to become effortless yes 100%. so like you know you might walk out and you go oh that looks kind of easy but then you do it and you're like well you can tell you're really concentrating and you've got yeah. it wrong and, you know yeah. I think that shows especially because now you know you're competing as a pro so I imagine the expectation is a little bit higher yeah um, to be able to deliver on, yeah. on that day what about let's run through a day in the life of mm. com, like when you're in prep mode yeah. versus a day in the life now yeah. when you're not in prep mode or not yet I don't think we're in prep mode yet not are we? quite not almost quite. yeah almost because yeah. I'd like to compare those two I find they're always really insightful and people are always really interested yeah so for example talk us through like when you get up kind of you know what meals you're having and we can talk macros because people just love that sort of stuff yeah <laughs> they yeah, really yeah. do yeah um, and then obviously your training and we can get into more specific questions but give us a bit of a run through and a comparison. Yeah. I mean, when you're talking about, I guess, the, you know, when you're first getting into like the first half of a prep, I feel like not that much changes. Like, I mean, I'm always practicing my posing in my off season because that's, you know, one of the biggest things I've wanted to work on is my, you know, posing and stage presence. So, you know, I'm forever working on that regardless of whether I'm in prep or in my off season. Um, But then other than that, I find, you know, my training and nutrition doesn't really change that much. Um, It's just more controlled and obviously being a lot more accurate with my macros and what I'm eating. Like people, I guess, that don't really understand that much will be like, oh, you know, when are you starting prepping? Um, You know, when do you have to start giving up this and doing that? I'm like, not like nothing really changes like I'll still train you know five days a week I'm still you know obviously my steps when I do prep will become higher but you know I'm still always tracking steps and making sure I'm moving my body and everything like that so um, it's sort of I find uh, more through I guess the second half of prep where you know your steps are going up higher you you are putting even more time into your posing and getting everything organized it is a lot harder then I guess to manage time and things like that you plus trying to work and you know especially for me 
prepping for season B, I'm also in my busiest time with my business at the same time. So um, time management is not really one of my strongest points, but I've had to learn to. Um, and again, that'll probably be another, um, yeah, another learning curve for me this time as well. So yeah, I mean, aside from that, just, I guess when I'm in an off season, still always tracking my food, but it's just nice to be able to, you know, be a bit more loose with your food and eat extra donuts and <laughs> yeah we'll get into the donuts, donuts are life <laughs> yeah right exactly. so gains yeah yeah so i guess aside like long story short i guess just you know being more accurate and controlled and mm. everything with your um mostly with your nutrition because you know i'm always training hard regardless mm. you know off season or prep it's yeah. Yeah, there's there's a bit of a misconception there, isn't it? Mm. Cuz like you said, a lot of people think there's this clear-cut change. Yeah. And although there is along the way, it's mm. really, I mean, think, you know, based on the coaching that you've had with Richo, yeah. like you understand the science. You don't. Like yeah. you lower your calories, you still have flexibility where possible. Yeah. Obviously that gets limited towards yeah, the end yeah. of the prep. Yeah. You try and maintain as much muscle mass as possible by maintaining yeah. strength and volume. Mm -hmm. And people are like, oh, you just look bigger. You're yeah. like, but you're like, you're actually getting smaller. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's um, that's probably surprises a lot of people just because of the misinformation. Yeah, yeah. Where we're like, oh, right, so you're just doing loads of high reps, cutting all your volume. Now you're just eating no carbs. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, like, yeah. We're not on the fucking bro diet here. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Let's just fucking like, we're gonna add tools in when we can. Yeah. Um, and this is probably a really good. Um, area to segue or jumping off point into like misconceptions yeah the biggest misconceptions that you come up against most from the girls you speak to mm -hmm. so i imagine it's mostly a female audience could yeah. be wrong yeah um when it comes to dieting or even training and yeah. how you have helped people like for me i'll use an example yeah people think that they have to do excessive amounts of cardio as a physique athlete it's obviously a really common one but as we know yeah. it's like well you want to have a training stimulus which is congruent to your adaptation and outcome so yeah. if we always do cardio like we don't really gonna look like a physique athlete yeah yeah so i don't know what are the some of the, the things that or the questions you get and it could be anything yeah, yeah. that you get on social media or in person yeah um and you know you know what are the biggest misconceptions and how do you slay them um, I think one of the biggest ones I always get is just again going back to nutrition um, you know people like saying to me um, you know oh when do you have to stop eating that or you know you're not allowed to eat this or you're not allowed to eat that I'm like you can literally eat whatever you want however you've got to be smart with your choices when your calories are low like I could go and eat half a jar of Nutella if you really wanted to. However, you're not going to have much left to eat for the rest of the day. It's not the best choice. No, definitely not. So in that case, it's not that you aren't allowed to eat it or that you can't eat it, but you want to make, you know, when your calories are low, you want to feel as full as you can utilizing the calories that you have. So, you know, therefore you are going to choose, um, you know, make more wiser choices with your food um, and things like that. So that's probably, I guess, one of the biggest ones I get. And, um, yeah, again, going back to training, people are like, oh, you're prepping now, you must be training really hard. I'm like, oh, well, the training hard's already already happened. So, yeah, like that's, if anything yeah, gets harder, yeah, it's easier. Yeah, you know? 100%. So, yeah, they're probably just the main ones mm. um, that I can think of at the top of my head. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think there's always that stigma and that crossover. But mm. again, I just think that's the industry. People are starting yeah. to wise up to it now, I think, with yeah. more information, but there's obviously always confusing yeah. elements out there because there are still people or coaches who enroll 
that old school element yeah. of it's like, it's gotta be hard. Like, yeah. you know, prep doesn't have to necessarily feel hard all of the time. Not all I the mean, time. I mean, it no. definitely will. Yeah. And you know, there is, there's this kind of concept we talk about like embracing the suck. And at some mm. point it's like, yeah, you know what? That's kind of why it's worth it. You don't, you yeah. don't get the pleasure without the pain. Like anything worth having takes effort and 100%. discomfort, right? Yeah. Um, that's what makes it rewarding in some respects. Yeah. Um, let's talk about your training then. Like, yeah. talk us through what your training looks like. Yeah. You know, as a bikini athlete in WBFF, because I think this is also gonna, <laughs> this in itself is gonna slay a lot of misconceptions. Because yeah. I obviously see you train here, do a lot of the compound movements. You know, yeah. you lift some decent weight. Yeah. I don't know you've been working around some injuries. Yeah. If you like, you can talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, run us through because I know a lot of people would be really interested. Yeah. To sort of understand how you train and and maybe talk about some of the methodologies behind that because. Am I right in saying Richo does your programming at the minute? Yeah, yeah. 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 And then who's doing your nutrition or is he doing everything? Um, no, Richo does my training and Nath Wallace does my nutrition Sweet. for prep. So. And they're the people who are, you, you obviously, yeah. you've, because obviously me and Nathan, Nathan's yeah. also been on the podcast guy. Yeah. <laughs> the banger episode, we actually yeah. talked about female training. Yeah. Um, so they've been your go-to people throughout all yeah, the comps. Yeah, the whole yeah. time. Yeah, they've yeah. always been my coaches, so. And they, yeah, yeah I can see why high class this yeah. is what we want. Exactly yeah. right, yeah. But no, yeah, let's talk, let's talk training. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know proper terms because oh, no. I'm not a PT. I don't. I, I, oh, just, well, if you're not you know, going to talk in anatomical <laughs> terms, forget it. <laughs> but I mean, I guess just, you know, my main focus. Layman's terms. Is yeah. Trust me, we're not trying to fucking overcomplicate this shit. Yes. No, I've, um, I've always done um, a stronger split with my lower body, like I think. Back when I first started prepping, I was just always on, I think, two lower. I actually can't even remember. It's been, I've, at the moment and for a long, long time, I've always been on like three lower. Makes sense. Um, and two upper. Yeah, yeah. Um, I spent, I trained, I used to train my upper body like really hard. I just wanted really, really good shoulders, which I achieved. But then I obviously had to then, you know, try and balance out my lower body a bit more. So now, you know, I still train my upper body but have pulled that back a lot. Um, and yeah, my main focus is just lower body, like building those glutes, building those hamstrings. Um, and just, yeah, so that when I do lean down, um, everything just pops and it's, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's literally been my main focus is just, yeah, firm, tight, big glutes. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Oh, it's yeah. all about the glutes. It's all about, and for, that's for any, you know, yeah. any all, competitor. I think that, that's uh, what everybody wants. Well, I think also, Females, right? It's, yeah. it's a massive, sometimes a bit too much emphasis yeah. for some people. I actually got asked this morning on a job um, by one of the girls there if my bum was real. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, no, I'm it not going to lie. When yeah. I first came to the Gold Coast, yeah. I also got asked that. I yeah. used to do topless waitering. Yeah. So just full disclaimer, right? And um, I was very naive. I was still very young. And yeah. these girls were like, oh, like you've got arse implants. And yeah. now, I'm, again, I'm naive. Yeah, I've been yeah. living in New Zealand for 10 years on top of the hill yeah. next to fucking cows and shit. So I'm like not... Like, I'm not aware of all the cosmetics that go on. Yeah, yeah. And um, like you, yeah. I think I... Because people assume that I've always been, like, this, like, bottom-heavy or, like, had yeah. good legs. And I was a stick. Like, I am money for people who yeah. don't know. People think I'm actually quite tall. I'm only 5'6". Yeah. Like, I'm small. <laughs> yeah. And um, I've ridden bikes. I did. Yeah. A, I didn't like do it competitively, but I had yeah. a BMX and I just used to doing the jumps. Yeah. And in New Zealand, it was really hilly, so yeah. like we didn't think about it as exercise. It was yeah. Fun. Yeah. And uh, so I just ridden. And then I look back now because I understand how it works. Yeah. I was like, all oh, right, that's probably why I developed good legs because I was just like, out. I'm talking fucking hours and years of just cycling with yeah. one gear in a yeah, BMX yeah. like on a yeah. hill, which is like you need a road bike. For that yeah. 
Um, and yeah, I got asked that same question, and I was like, yeah. "That's not a thing." And the girl's like, "Yeah, it's a thing." And I was just like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, same thing. But yeah. I mean, take it as a compliment. Yeah, I'll do it. But <laughs> I, good. I always look at it as well. Everyone's like, "Oh, you know, you, your glutes have changed a lot." I'm like, I mean, well, they definitely should have because I've been training them enough. But yeah, exactly. You know, I guess people compare it to when you were on stage last mm -hmm. to now, and I'm like, well, when I'm on stage, I'm obviously my leanest, and now I'm, you know, the heaviest I've ever been. So there's going to be quite a big <laughs> change, you know, visual change in them at the moment. And so. obviously women hold most of their body fat there. So yeah, like you can exactly. add that to the mix and it's yeah. just like you'd be popping. Yeah, you know? yeah. They're quite large, but hopefully they hold up and yeah, yeah we can uh, produce some good glutes when we start treading down. Here's so. a good question then. Yeah. Uh, obvious probably for a few people who are in the know, but for people yeah. who don't, your best booty exercises, apart from maybe a barbell hip thrust, maybe talk us through some other variations. Of hip thrust? Or, or like glute exercises that you like. You um, don't have to give away too many of your secrets. No, you're right. I, um, yeah, hip thrust is definitely, Just check you know, the camera's the, off. one of the... <laughs> Just in case, guys. Just because we upgraded the mic, so... Yeah. Just, you know, just making sure. That's Better right. be safe. <laughs> um, we'll have to yeah. do the whole podcast again. No, I'm joking. No, 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 we're good, we're good, we're good. Um, yeah, just lots of different variations of hip thrust, like, you know, lower rep, higher weight, um, a lot of... Uh, at the moment, I'm doing a lot of three pulse hip thrusts, um, single leg ones I've done. Um, I've always loved deadlifting as well. Um, that's always been a favorite exercise of mine. Um, but yeah, I guess just mixing it up and just finding, you know, exercises, you know, that are beneficial, but that you also, you know, enjoy doing as well. Um, yeah, mm. yeah. It's true. I think like I've, I've kind of asked you that for a purpose there as yeah. well because you've and you've played well into the hands where I wanted you to go with that, but okay. like simplicity in yeah. terms of you don't have to overcomplicate it and you can do a lot with a little. Like 100%. you don't have to keep reinventing and making up exercise. You just go yeah. right do a hip thrust, and do it off a high box, yeah. do it off a low box. Now yeah. I might do a pause, like you said, high rep, low yeah. rep, different things, and yeah. then obviously the main key movements, right? Yeah. Yeah. Squat variations, hip hinge variations, yeah. like. I, I do feel, and please, I'd love your two cents on this. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest things I see with females is they do what I call garbage volume, where they're doing a lot of things which are, offer a very low return on investment, i.e. Yep. like too many cables or they'll prioritize just bands, but they're not actually using enough weight on like a barbell movement. Yeah, so yeah. they're not getting enough mechanical tension in the muscle and they just yeah. do that like five days a week. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a shame and they shy yeah. away from like, like you, like doing a heavy deadlift or yeah. doing a heavier squat or a box squat or whatever it is, yeah. amongst other free weight and compound movements, yeah. thinking that perhaps, oh, I'm going to get too big and bulky. Yeah, which yeah. Which is obviously not the case. Definitely not. So maybe not. you can kind of speak to that a little bit. Um, oh God, I feel like I don't know how to answer that properly. Um, yeah, like definitely I think compound movements, your big compound heavy lifts that make, um, you know, all the difference in it like that's what I you know even before I was training to compete or anything like I just wanted to be strong like I mean I did you know before I understood things I was like oh, I don't want to do this or do that because I don't want to get bulky but you know most girls any girls that train really hard like you know it's not that easy no. to grow muscles so no. yeah get in there and you know lift and pull those heavy weights because yeah mm. not just that you've definitely got to you know yeah mix it up and mm. do all your accessory work and stuff as well with it but um yeah 
Yeah. I think though, and this is, we're going to get a bit dark here now. We're going to yeah. get a little bit dark. Okay. Right? <laughs> and I'm going to ask you some pointed ended questions. Yeah. I think that stigma comes from girls who take performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. And that is where the girls will get big and bulky. Yeah. And remember, everyone's kind of got their own ideology yeah. of that. Yeah. Do you believe, because of the industry you're in with the WBFF, yeah. and you know the elephant in this room is we're going to be competing against people who are enhanced? Yeah. How? What's what's been? Have you ever had any pressure to do any of that? Have you ever thought about doing any of that? And yeah. have you ever had sort of people, I guess, come up to you um, and ask about, hey, like, should I do this? Should I do that? And do you yeah. think there's a lot of pressure for women in that WBFF to do it? Because sometimes mm. I have found girls who are using yeah and they still actually don't look almost like they're using yeah. as well people go oh they can't be on it and i'm like well actually they could be yeah yeah um or as we know you know yeah. with like you can already tell with the coaches that you have and obviously yeah. i know matt and richard really well yeah what is possible natural yeah. and this is not to demoralize anyone like i always say guys whatever you choose is up to you yeah but yeah I, i'm very big on educating people to understand hey there is a way you can do it naturally yeah. and you can achieve a lot naturally yeah. and then obviously if you want to be fucking Mr. Olympia then yeah, you know <laughs> there's yeah. kind of only one way to get there to a degree if you yeah. want to get on the uh, enhanced stage. Yeah no I definitely don't think you know it's necessary but like you said each to their own and there's so many out, um, you know athletes out there um, you know that put a lot of content out there and show you what you can achieve naturally like some of the best physiques I've ever seen you know are all natural physiques as well so you don't you don't have to you don't need those sorts of things to, especially for bikini, to achieve that sort of, um, you know, yeah. Mm, this is yeah. this is true. Yeah. And maybe it's a bit more prevalent as well in higher populations. You know, yeah. Even though like Gold Coast is big on cosmetics and yeah. aesthetics. Yeah. I, it's true that they have an international one though. We, we talked about this the other day. I'm still getting yeah. into grips with WBFF, but there is an international show, isn't there? With WBFF? Yeah. Like for the um, pros of the pros. Yeah, so they have all the like the same shows internationally, like we do here, like the amateur shows and then the pro am shows. But then you've got, I guess, the world. That's the one. The yeah. world show as well. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. as in like there'll be other other federations or the WBFF. They'll have it, like said in LA or Tokyo or something. I don't know. Yeah, like that, yeah. They have the worlds on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they change locations. Is that right? Yeah, it's different location all the time. Yeah. Who are then the people that inspire you the most? Uh, in your industry, or actually, it could even be out the industry as well. I don't know. You might look up to other people, but yeah, um, maybe some of the athletes that you really like look up to that inspire and motivate you. Um. Oh gosh, I don't know. I Play guess just <laughs> yeah. I just I just think like you know all the pros and everyone in general that are up there are just all so inspiring um, to watch. You know, and everyone you know wants to wants a chance at that world stage and to get mm. up there. Like it's definitely been. Like, I, you know, depending on what happens with COVID, but it would be, you know, an absolute dream of mine to be able to get on a world stage and step up there with, you know, the likes of, you know, Rachel Dillon, Lauren Simpson, like Gigi, all of those incredible um, bikini athletes. So, yeah, I guess to a certain degree, like, you know, that's where I the, sort of what got me into, you know, leaning towards WBFF more anyway. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, know if, no. that, if I answered that properly, but... <laughs> oh, it doesn't. Well, it's whatever yeah. it is to you at yeah. the end of the day, right? Yeah. Um, it's always hard. It's like when someone asks you your favourite film. Sometimes you're like, let me get back to you on that one. Yeah. And then later on, you're like, because you're thinking about too many. And then yeah. you're like, oh, this, 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 and this, yeah. this. But like you said, you might not have a particular person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not it doesn't, really. You don't, like, some people don't go, oh, it's, you know, this is my idol. Yeah, it might just be not. people who you know or don't know who inspire you, but it's not necessarily 
Like, people always ask me all the time from England. Yeah. Who's your favorite football team? And it's like, well, I've got to kind of go with X team. But I was into motor racing. Yeah. So I was like, I don't really go. And even then in motor racing, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I have a preference. But I'm like, maybe the best driver win. I just enjoy the sport. Yeah, exactly um, right. And people yeah. who do well, there's, I, I, I respect them. Yeah. Yeah. Even just like, you know, my friends and, you know, other girls that, you know, I compete with and other pros as well. Like I feel, you know, to a certain degree, like, you know, you just take a little bit away from everybody and, you know, I feel like you should always get some sort of inspiration from, you know, your friends especially as well. So yeah, yeah. this is this is yeah. very true. Very yeah. true. You and should all inspire each friends. other. <laughs> well, that's it. You got to live. Yeah. No one wins the game alone. And yeah. The the physique sport world can be quite pessimistic sometimes. Yeah. Very bitchy. Mm -hmm. um, I can imagine it can be the same probably with the females. I'm making assumptions here, but you know, you no one wins the game alone. Yeah. And like we're all here for the same reason. Like I've often found that in the powerlifting community, everyone's a lot more welcoming and like mm -hmm. chill and there's less ego and it's weird because yeah. they're actually fucking really strong. Yeah, and yeah. And sometimes you go in the physique industry and there's just a couple of people who like on the day, like some people are a bit more reserved, but they can be a bit funny or yeah. it's like guys, like, like it's like now in the gym, we're all in here for yeah. the same ultimate goal. Yeah. To look and feel better. Like if yeah. we had to just generalize it, yeah. we all want to look and feel better. 100%. So like if anything, we probably have a lot in common to a degree. Like yeah. shouldn't we all kind of be singing from the same hymn sheet? Like we're all trying to achieve the same goal. So let's yeah. build each other up. Yeah, exactly right. I don't see the point behind in like this point in cattiness and bitchiness. It's just like exactly like what you said, we're all here for the same thing. Like, you know, we've all been through it, especially like if you're talking a comp day, like everybody wants to win, everybody's worked hard, everybody deserves it. So, you know, you may as well, everybody's done the hard work. So you may as well just, you know, all get along and just all have a good day, make the most of it. Um, and that's another thing, you know, going back to what I love about WBFF. Um, I love that whole, you know, camaraderie of, you know, everyone, being friendly to each other and the fact that you're not allowed to have coaches or, you know, um, family or anyone backstage as well. It just forces people, you know, it forces you to make friends and, um, are you yeah. allowed, are you allowed one person or no? Like, no, no, nothing. No, nothing. So it just yields through you. What's, yeah. um, I've not been to the, the back of a WBFF stage. Yeah. Obviously I've not competed in that as yet, maybe yeah. in the future. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's it like? Like, uh, do you have a, a, a big seating area? You all sort of stood there. Can you just like anyone can go anywhere? Like, do they have yeah. like, food there for you guys? Because obviously you can get oh, your, they have your, food. your oh they do <laughs> yeah because yeah. you can get your tan touch stuff. Oh, so you're right next to that table. Like, yeah yeah right next to the fucking donuts. Yeah <laughs> yeah they'll be sitting right yeah, here. <laughs> that's yeah yeah no definitely. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we'll get back to that. <laughs> yeah yeah we will. We're gonna come back to the food. Costumes. Yes. Um, you know, backstage at a WBFF show is amazing. So there's like. Like they have, um, it's like a bit upstairs, downstairs there. So there's like an area for all the guys and there's all different rooms um, up there for them. And then they've got all the females in another area. But you sort of just go in, you find a spot. Like you can go in there with your friends if there's a bunch of you or you can literally go into any room and set up your things for the day and, um, you know, just make friends with whoever's around you. And, yeah, it's just a really, um, yeah, really beautiful experience and, yeah, really good way to, yeah, make friends and get to know people. So... Mm. Yeah, that is yeah. good. I think that would be like in a lot of shows we mentioned earlier, that'd probably be a good thing. Yeah, uh, to, to have that set up a bit more. Obviously, I understand it can be hard because the way different shows work, there's different interventions that mm -hmm. need to be there. But again, that's probably good to build that camaraderie between people yeah. and get people on there. It probably even um, has a positive effect on the stage. Yeah, definitely. Because if you're kind of going out there and you're like, oh, we'll have a chat to a few of these people. Like, yeah. It's kind of cool. Like, we're, we're all here. Let's have a bit yeah. of fun. Let's have a bit of banter, which is good. Yeah, definitely. 
macros, mm -hmm. bro question. People love this. Yeah. What do you call macros, Lenny? Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I'm probably uh, sitting at this, like... There's no magic macros, guys. I'm probably <laughs> averaging around 21 to 2200 at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, still being a little bit more flexible with things at the moment. Mm -hmm. I'm not really worried about um, dieting until have to actually diet because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, obviously you're still in a building phase so yeah maximize that muscle growth right a hundred percent i will definitely take advantage of having extra room for donuts <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing i care about yeah <laughs> when it comes trend. to my food um and yeah one of the main things i enjoy about being in an off season is being able to fit in those donuts so yeah i'd probably say i average about 21 to 2200 calories at the moment um and then, yeah, we'll have to see when I actually start dieting. Um, generally, What's the protein, fat, carbs. Because um, I don't ask that, people will be like, oh, you, that's for macros. Oh, I <laughs> haven't even like looked at it in so long. I think my protein at the moment is around about the 140 mark. Mm. This is just taking a guess without oh, looking. Yeah. I think you've got a flexible approach. Yeah. So it's just estimates as well. Yeah, I think my fats probably sit around 65 to 70, and my carbs probably say around 230 to 250 mm -hmm. um, at the moment, so. Let's, okay, let's go into this then. What's like, run us through like food, like your breakfast to last meal. And again, I know it's different and flexible, yeah. but you'd be surprised unless people love this bloody question. Yeah, People okay. like to know because yeah. they look up to you and they're like, oh, what is she? People are just interested. Okay, it's funny, yeah. it's why on YouTube, literally the most, watched videos, even my videos, after yeah. videos. Yeah, I always get asked, like if I ever put like a question poll up on my Instagram, yeah, like, right? food, 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 I'm like, yeah, I yeah. swear I just eat the same shit yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, people but are still interested. Yeah. And, and I guess disclaimer, there is yeah. the people know on this channel, there's no ma there's no magic, but I guess yeah. for people who are interested, give us a run through. Um, donuts, donuts, donuts. Yeah, sounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah sounds about now. <laughs> um, but there's definitely donuts in there. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Um, at the moment, um, my go-to breakfast, I've just been having like, like, like sandwich thins or a low calorie bread with like egg whites, bit of ham, cream cheese is like my thing at the moment too. Mm, um, mm. And tomato sauce. I love that meal at the moment for my brekkie. Yeah, all about tomato sauce. Yeah, love a good sauce. <laughs> People are like, ooh, barbecue. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm a tomato sauce man. So yeah, I yeah. I mean, I like both, depends what I'm having, but on my eggs and my... Heinz 57. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... I'm going to skip straight from my breakfast to my dinner at the moment because I kind of like base my day around those things and then everything else just fits in between yeah, whatever make, I make feel sense. like. Um, so my go-to dinners at the moment, I've just been like literally loving a good I feel at steak. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've been loving at the moment. I never really was that much of a red meat eater, but um, yeah, probably in the last 12 months or so, been getting into that a bit more. But yeah, lately just getting me a good I feel at some nice chips and a good pepper pepper sauce. Um, I've been loving that for my dinners at the moment. Do you use the, ooh, cramp, just trying to adjust. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Crisis averted. <laughs> that's, a good, uh, that's a good pump. Yeah. Do you use the air fryer? Look. See, uh, I've not had a go on that, but I feel like it's, I'm sorry, I'm going to offend some people. I think it's a bit overrated. I'm just saying. Look, I completely <laughs> agree I have one. Um, maybe I need to experiment with it more. I don't know. Like nothing against it, but like I just, I don't know. Like I, I love it for cooking like chips and like mm, fries, that mm, sort of thing. Mm. Like I couldn't do it without it. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to cooking things like, you know, I see so many people like cooking, like one thing I tried to nail cooking in the air fryer was just 
some fucking pumpkin and I could not nail it. Like everyone was like, oh, you just chuck it in here and cook it for this time on this degrees. And I was like, I swear, like it's still coming out like hard. Like I still can't get it right. And then people would tell me to, you know, microwave it for a few minutes before. I'm like, literally by the time I do all these steps, Why I could have cut it up once and put it in the oven eight, eight, for the eight. same amount of time. So yeah. that's where I'm like, I don't know, maybe having a different type of air fryer. Fucking comment brand. below if you've know. got the pro tips for us. Yeah, comment I don't know, below but... In the YouTube uh, yeah. section, maybe we're fucking <laughs> yeah. getting this wrong. I don't know, yeah. but I know, yeah. I'm just grilling. I'm like, yeah. it works. Yeah, but for like I said, for chips, like, or, you know, I cook Matt, like, Matt loves wedges at the moment for dinner every <laughs> night. So for that kind of thing, like 100%, I've never, can't say, I haven't actually tried cooking meat in it mm, um mm, i don't yeah, know apparently you can do everything in it but like yeah uh, yeah, yeah you can know. but yeah i don't know how i feel about that but i mean don't knock it till you try it right exactly. so um yeah and then yeah just going back to my food for like meals that i use to fill in my day for lunches and stuff like i've just i don't know if you've seen that rap hack on instagram i saw it heaps of times and then i just became obsessed with it where you've got like the round like um, like a wrap yeah. and then you kind of cut it from the middle to one side and then you um, like three you break it up into like I think three different sections and then you kind of like fold it and then just toast it on each side and it's like a good way of having a wrap and you can like jam pack so much stuff in oh, it oh right I love the mm. book yeah, no, yeah I've got um on my Instagram page I, th I think I uploaded it yeah I did upload it it's a little um just like a oh, post on my feed oh, okay. yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I think it's called like Toasty Wrap or something like I that. I, can't, I definitely can't take credit for that idea. I saw it everywhere all over Instagram, but then I just came up with my own little combo. So I've been having that with like, uh, I've been loving like shredded turkey breasts at the moment. So I've just been making like those with the turkey, like tomato, spinach leaves, bit of cheese and barb. That's the, where the barbecue sauce comes into it. Yeah, um, yep. different sauces, different meats. Yeah, different and those have been really good too because I'm somebody who loves like, I don't like doing like a meal prep once or twice a week and reheating. I'm just not like that. I like to have my meals fresh. Mm -hmm. That's as, probably a good point. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah. As much as I possibly can. So I find this like wrap things actually really good, you know, when I'm busy and I'm working, you know, 12 to 14 hour days with my clients on a weekend. Like I find like toasting up this wrap and just putting it in alfoil and just keeping it in a cooler, I can actually take it out and still enjoy it cold and like pre-prepared. Yep. Um, so that's a good little tip if you, I guess, struggle with that. Um, Pre-post-workout nutrition? Um, what'd you say? Donuts. Oh, donuts. Well, I thought that'd you said omelets. So I was like, that'd, oh. be more, that'd be more pre, I guess. But yeah, do you have oh, any like go-tos or you just whatever you got? Yeah, whatever, whatever I've got, like, really. Like, I mean, I people know I'm the pop tart guy. Yeah, <laughs> but I wasn't. I can't claim that, but you know, yeah, I'm the pop tart guy. Yeah, <laughs> pop tarts are great. I haven't had them in the years. Pop tart. You know, Woolworths do them now, and they're yeah, special I have for seen like four dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna spare pop tarts. Yum. So. Yeah, pop tarts are great. They are life. Yeah. There's no magic, by the way, guys. People are like, oh, get shredded. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. It's just. I, do you know what though? I was saying to a friend because he asked me. He goes, oh, I end up buying them this time the other. And I said, yeah. yeah. And he goes, um, people at work were like commenting like, oh, like yeah. you shouldn't be eating that. You know, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, if you understand nutrition and allergy balance, like you can yeah. definitely incorporate yeah. it. But yeah. the thing is, I said to him, I said, look, the reason why I actually got it is not because I have a sweet tooth. Yeah. It, well, that's one of the reasons. But the main reason is I literally, in terms of, okay, it's convenient. Mm -hmm. You can eat it really fast, right? It obviously digests fast. It's high sugar. It doesn't go off yeah. like, very quickly. You doesn't make much of a mess apart from some crumbs. Like yeah. you don't need to prepare it. Yeah. Like it ticks all of these boxes. Yeah. It's literally about 75 to 80 grams of carbs, bang. Yeah. Seven to 10 grams of fat, depending on the flavor. And I yeah. think it's like four or five trace grams of protein. Like I cannot think of anything that I can get with that much ease 
in that time, in that quick, and I yeah. can like, because I'm on, on the go. Yeah. So for me, I, I actually tell people, like, it's a convenience thing. Yeah. And I'm on a lot of calories. So yeah, I'm just like, yeah. bang that in, yeah. sits well, straight in there. Yeah. I can digest in half an hour and I'm training. Amazing, yeah. So, you yeah. know, but anyway, I don't know what uh, pre-workout maybe hacks or food you like. Um, I love having, at the moment as well, I love a good cereal. And yeah, having it with, um, like my a lot of like my, my Muscle Nation proteins are just so amazing. Like just mixing up, like you know, a little bit like a protein shake, um, and having it, yeah, over a good cereal. Like my favorite, probably two cereals to go to for that is either just your good old crunchy nut cornflakes, um, and I love. My other favorite cereal is the American Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Like I love that cereal, and I know they do like a version of that. Um, from Woolies now, but they come in like churro versions and they're still really good, but I don't think they're as sweet as actually a cinnamon toast crunch. So me and Brie yeah. did a whole cereal box challenge. So yeah. We had a whole box of cereal and I chose that. The churro one? The churro yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But like people, for people who've watched it, they'll yeah. know, but like FYI, way too cinnamony. I like cinnamon, oh, really? but it fucking yeah. kills you. Like it was good. Yeah, okay. It's good, but yeah. then it was like a bit too much cinnamon. But yeah. then again, we had a whole box, so... <laughs> yeah, and, and, and she had crunchy nut, so we had both of your favorites. Oh well, there you Literally. go. And then yeah. we like halfway through swapped. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a mad sugar rush afterwards. Yeah, but yeah, 100% but I think the, the cinnamon crunch American one is probably a little bit more balanced. Probably. I think it's it's just sweeter. Like I don't yeah, know. It's more 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 sugar, less cinnamon. Like bit yeah, more. yeah, yeah. So yeah, when I can actually get hold of that, like. I, like I know it's a lot more expensive to buy the American ones. I was like, that doesn't really bother me. It's just hard to get them. Like I don't want to drive all the way into Surfers to go to those like shops. We need another one. And I think we used to have a shop here in the town centre yeah, yeah. um, that stocked it. That was I was eating Captain Crunch, the peanut butter one back in the day too. That's a really good. All the American <laughs> the cereals, so uh. good, so so good. But um, yeah, so yeah, that's probably like having that with my um, like protein shake poured over the top is. A really good way to get in your carbs and protein as well as a pre-workout so mm, this is true <laughs> that's true this is probably a good segue before we get into the the last section of questions which yeah is a bit fun is actually talking about sponsorship so yeah uh, muscle nation is one i don't know if you yeah. have any others is that's the only one maybe yeah. talk us through that how that happened yeah and i know a lot of people a lot of athletes are so focused sometimes on being fucking sponsored athletes yeah. that yeah. they kind of forget the whole premise around like aligning themselves with what they actually want to do yeah and yeah. obviously companies that kind of align with them yeah so maybe talk us through that kind of affiliation and yeah. how that happened and yeah maybe offer some advice for athletes out there who want to get legitimate sponsorships yeah um, in, a, in a way which aligns with their beliefs a little bit more rather than just being like, oh, I just want to, like, you know, people get offered everything. Yeah, and they yeah. just start promoting everything and you're like, well, hang on a minute. Like, yeah. As yeah. long as it aligns. Yeah. But, you know. 100%. Look, well, I would never, you know, I would never promote something that I didn't already love and wear myself. So I was always, um, you know, already obsessed with Muscle Nation, something like a, you know, a product and apparel that I always wore. Um, and then. It was always a dream for me to, you know, end up with that sponsorship to become a Muscle Nation athlete. Um, but initially, it didn't work out like straight away. I was approached by another company, and I wasn't, I guess, quite ready um, for, you know, Muscle Nation just yet. So it all, like, everything happens for a reason. It all happens like everything happens the way it's meant to be. Because um, you know, I was only sort of. Um, 
I think it was only after my first pro show um, when I was with another company initially and I wasn't, you know, that confident at talking on my Instagram and promoting all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, that was a really good stepping stone for me to, you know, prepare myself, you know, to become, you know, the perfect muscle nation athlete and candidate for them to, you know, sign up. So yeah, it put me in my comfort zone and got me confident and learning to talk to a camera and, you know, show off, you know, my favorite products and whatnot. And then, yeah, I guess when the timing was right, um, yeah, I got approached by the girls at Muscle Nation again and, yeah, I think I literally just went away and cried because I was so happy. I was like, oh, my God, it's my dream. It's literally been on, been on like, my dream and goal board and it eventually happened, so, yeah. Who are, I mean, excuse my ignorance, but who yeah. are the, I think I know some of the girls behind it, but are they, is it created by just females? Um, no, is it so Rachel Dillon's or what? I don't know. Of Muscle Nation? Yeah. Um, or is it not? I don't, again, I'm sorry. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what? I'm like, you know, I'm not. Yeah, no, the owners are Chris and Nate. They're, um, yeah, they're okay. amazing. So, okay, yeah, okay, no, yeah. The, the, the girls I'm dealing with are like the, um, the athlete managers and stuff ah, like that. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so. yeah. So, yeah, I was approached by them and... Yeah, obviously, like, you know, gotten to know the girls over the years from, you know, being such a good customer from Muscle Nation. And yeah, I spent enough with you guys. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. Hook a sister up. <laughs> yeah, no, it was amazing. They're absolutely incredible. So, yeah, yeah very, very lucky girl. For very sure. lucky. It very lucky and grateful. That's awesome. Yeah. Gratitude yeah. is really Dream huge. come true. Very <laughs> good. Always good when you can take one off the old bucket list. That's for Definitely. Sure. Yeah. And it aligns with kind of, I guess, your training and you're yeah. already wearing the product. So, if you're wearing you're it, see me in. you're kind of already like promoting <laughs> yeah, it, right? Yeah, unless I'm like literally going out on the town, like literally Muscle Nation's all you'll see me. In. And you know what? Actually, I've even dressed up my um, my like Muscle Nation booty shorts when I'm lean, not at this stage right now, <laughs> but I've dressed up my Muscle Nation booty shorts and worn them out into town before. So, you know, you might even catch me in Muscle Nation. There you go. I'm out on the town. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> there you go. What are you drinking? Waters. Yeah. Wine <laughs> <laughs> comp <prep>. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was actually one after my last show too. Oh, so, oh, nice, yeah, yeah, I was I was definitely not on the waters. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donuts and yeah. uh, all of our command yeah. or whatever it is. Probably yeah. cocktails. Now, what do you drink? What do you um, like actually? You wine? I, I am a red wine girl. Aye. I do like my red wines. Yeah, I don't know. When I'm, oh, I don't know. I, I sort of have changed what I drink over the years, but yeah, I'm honestly. Depends not, on the occasion as well. You know, yeah, aside from like, they've really upped the game with their, the sugar free cruises at the moment. So that's my go to. I love those. Yeah, They're so yeah. good. This is true. Um, but other that. than that, I actually hate vodka. You'll never catch me drinking vodka. I don't like it. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, red wine gal otherwise. Yeah. You can't go around with a glass of red No, sure. definitely not. Especially with a nice steak or pasta. Yeah, so mm. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Which leads me on to my first questions. I have rapid fire questions, which I ask all my guests. A bit more fun yeah. in nature before the last question. Yeah. And the first one is, and we kind of already know, we, yeah. we know what one of your favorite foods is. So I will ask it like this. If you could have like um, a last meal or your favorite kind of meal, which is like maybe entree, main, starter and a drink at this point in time, what, what would be your go-to as of now? Um, right now, my entree, I love good arancini balls or a really nice, like, cheesy, buttery garlic bread. <laughs> That'd probably be my go-to for an entree. Um, a main would obviously be a good old pizza. Um, what flavour? My favourite's actually 
like when you go to a restaurant, you order the vegetarian pizza that's got like all the grilled like zucchini, um, like in capsicums and stuff. But the key is adding the prosciutto on the top. Hey, <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah, that's my that's, that's my favorite kind of pizza. I froth it so much. Um, either that or a good gnocchi. Like, love me a good gnocchi. Um, and then, yeah, dessert. We all know what I'm going to say there. Specifically, what type though, and where from? If you, I don't remember okay. any, everything's on the table right now. Yeah. Because this is your like fantasy meal, right? So yeah. like, you can get them from anywhere, overseas, you can maybe combine some. Oh, I've got so many with. favorites, like between donuts and like cookie pies. Yeah, you big, you introduced me to the cookie pies. Yeah, yeah. You fed me half of them last time. Mm, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. Good. Love me good cookie pies. Yeah, um, I don't know. I have like favorite donuts from like all different places, really. But I love me a good, like I love filled donuts. Like the, something that's got like a nice custard or you know a salted caramel or Nutella. Um, I mean, you can't you can't go past a good Krispy Kreme. So yeah, it's, it's kind of like that's the I'd go Krispy Kreme as a knee jerk because you can always get it. Yeah, like it's an insult. Like it's mm. probably what people recognize the yeah. best donuts I've ever had. Apart from Italy, and people wouldn't know because it's like a no-name shop. You just yeah. go down to the bar and literally the cakes are just on tap. And, yeah. it, and the gelato is amazing. It's yeah. really cheap. And it's just the highest quality. Yeah. But I actually went to this place in Sydney. It was a yeah. friend of mine, Trav. And he took me in there. I think it's in the... Um, they call it like the business sector. I don't know, but anyway, mm. I asked them and it was, they said that we're just one of a kind. Yeah. And they had all of these really unique and they were big donuts mm. and they were like <laughs> literally some of the best I ever had. Oh, uh, yeah. And we just got to... like five and stuff. I'll try and find out. Yeah. I'll ask Pat, you'll know what it is. Yeah. But it's, they're iconic apparently in the area because he said, oh yeah, we should we should go here. And I said, well, I'm sold because I can 100%. see the look at Yeah, yeah. There was a place, Um, I wish they had it on the Gold Coast. I tried them. Um, when I went to Brizzy a few months back, it was called Brooklyn Donuts. Brooklyn Donuts, yeah, okay. Yeah, and right. they have so many flavors to pick from. I'm about. Um, but yeah, some of the, like I tried all of the flavors and, you know, some of them, you know, they were all like quite good, obviously some better than others, but some, like the flavors that were good were fucking phenomenal. Like they definitely go down there as some of my favorites. So generally, in like the, my. In the like CBD area? Um, I think, that, I don't know whether there's a few of them around, but the one we went to was at Chermside? Okay, yeah. Maybe? Oh, so like they're a chain then? Is... I think so. Okay, yeah, but we just there's just none down here on the Gold Coast. There's an old Brooklyn Depot, but that's different. Yeah, Even no. Even though they do donuts, but it's different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I loved me that recent um, Biscoff Krispy Kremes that they had out. That was lit. That was really lit. Yeah, Biscoff's yeah. a bit of a hit nowadays, eh? Oh, that Biscoff's life. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about the Biscoff. Biscoff's life. <laughs> when you combine Biscoff and donut, like, you literally cannot go wrong. <laughs> so if you want to bribe Lanise, now you yeah. know what to do. Uh, <laughs> all right, what about if you could choose a superpower, what would it be and why? Anything, anything. You can make one up if you want. Oh, God. Mm, I know, you right? put me on the spot here. Literally, they're meant to be rapid fire. People are like, these are, like, literally the hardest questions. Because there's so much choice. Does it count as a superpower if I wish that I could eat whatever I want and the calories didn't make me put on weight? <laughs> is that a superpower? <laughs> like I, can eat all the, I can eat all the donuts I want, but like my superpower is to make it only go to like my glutes or, you know, or, somewhere. Or what the calories don't count, like they stop at yeah. like your threshold. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I'd say if that's that a, superpower. a superpower. That's a nutritional superpower. Yeah, I'd definitely choose something like that. Well, funny thing is, 
so me and Josh Hampson, who was a coach at Holding On. Yeah. We had this conversation last time I was in prep, and um, was it last time? I was, yeah, it was last time I was in prep. Anyway, it was training evening one night. It was yeah. pretty like deep in the prep, and I was hungry. You know, yeah, yeah. you know that hunger, like that next level hunger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we were just talking about. It, and I said, Josh, Josh, I said, imagine like just, just imagine you could get calorie free food. Yeah. That tasted exactly the same, yeah. but it had no calories. Yeah. So it's kind of like what you're talking about, but from another angle. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, you could get a donut and it just zero. Yeah. But it was, the, it tasted the same. It wasn't like yeah. know, crap. Yeah. And he said, he goes, that'd be cool. But he goes, it actually wouldn't make you feel better. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it, think about it. He's like, because it would need the calories to like give you the energy to kind of stop the hunger. Yeah. So he's like, it would actually be the worst torture. And I yeah. thought about it and I'm like, Oh, you're fucking right. Yeah. So the way you've got it would yeah. be better because, yeah. like you said, you would get them, but like they just don't count. Yeah. Or you like can you just can erase just, them. Yeah. Like you're you like, can no, just like fine. wave your Harry Potter wand and be like, <laughs> be gone. <laughs> Explain for my, um, yeah. whatever it is. I'm not. No, yeah. Fuck yeah, up. Yeah. The Harry Potter fans. <laughs> All two of you? No, I'm yeah. joking. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, we, we referenced J.K. Rowling in the last one. It was pretty funny. Um, my last question would be, uh, if you could, actually, no, let's not go with that one. Let's go with uh, this one. Actually, yeah, if you go back in time okay, and speak to your younger self, mm-hmm. right, at any point in time where you think it's important or critical and you yep. just had like literally maybe just two minutes, yep. what would be the advice that you would tell yourself if you could just give some hindsight and be like, hey, look, keep this in mind. Put yourself out there and be confident. Don't be shy. I wish when I was younger that... You know, I never was like so, I guess the right word would be insecure about, you know, the way I looked. Just put yourself out there and just own it and, you know, yeah, just be confident. Don't be shy. Yeah, fuck Don't yeah. think negative things of yourself. And like, I mean, we've all been there and done that. But yeah. yeah, I was a very big culprit of that when I was younger. So, yeah, just be confident in who you are and everything so yeah I think yeah, that's a good one definitely yeah, here, biggest here piece that of, that's yeah one thing I always wish that my you know even 20 21 year old self knew so yeah this this might lead into my last so my last question that I ask all my guests it's like my 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 go-to the iconic question is can you identify a fear that you've had in your life or mm. that you still have what it was what it is and how you overcome it, if you have overcome it, or if you're still working on it, and yeah. what you learn from that fear. For example, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be this, but people, mm. public speaking is a real yeah. big one. Not that yeah. this is completely public. It's kind of it is, but yeah. you guys are delayed on it. Um, but it can be anything. It could be small, it could be big, whatever it means to you. And it could p- kind of be part of what you said there, like maybe being a bit reserved, but maybe there's something else that kind of um, means something to you. Oh God, nothing that I can think of at the top of my head. I guess like even just doing something like this, like you said, for me, like I'm not just using it because we're here doing it as an example. Mm. But um, yeah, I guess I've just always been like terrified of, you know, talking, you know, in front of a lot of people because, you know, I don't want to start it for words or I'm like, oh my God, what if I say the wrong thing and I don't mean to or um, yeah, so I guess just like, even going back to when I was saying, you know, like learning how to put myself out there, even just talking on my Instagram, like I used to feel so stupid doing it, but I'm like, like who bloody cares? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and it's just, you know, maybe if I hadn't have gone through that and become confident in something like that, I wouldn't be confident enough to do something like this. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, so. no, for sure. I get it. And I think everyone deep down has that, right? Because it's yeah. this fear of like making a fool of ourselves. Yeah. And, and we do. But then yeah. we realize at some point, usually it comes with time and experience. Yeah. Some people figure it out earlier than others. But yeah. it, 
we all make mistakes. And like, yeah. it do, nothing, it, like, generally nothing bad ever happens. No. And then you go watch other people and you're like, oh yeah, like people like stutter or like they yeah. don't get it perfect. And that's kind of what makes it human. Yeah, exactly um, right. And that's what I was saying to you before this. Yeah. It's good because it's it's about you. Yeah, there is exactly. no like comparison, yeah. really. It's like, well, this is your journey, your story, your podcast, it's whatever you come up with. Yeah, exactly um, right. And I think that's better than it being scripted and like, oh, cool, so how old are you now? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Just, like, I don't like that and yeah. I don't feel like they're the best conversations and podcasts yeah. so yeah yeah that's cool that's awesome maybe helping yeah. you overcome some of those fears which is yeah yeah, yeah. ever changing and i don't think you can ever really you know people say oh you know i get to this point i don't care what anyone else thinks it's like yeah. well we always do yeah but we just need to do it less yeah yeah and care maybe only about the people we care about what they think because yeah. that has a bearing like obviously if you're good family your friends your partners, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, you should care about what they think to a degree but people that don't have a bearing on your life, why give them the power to A hundred percent. That would disrupt. be, yeah, I guess another thing that I'd probably, going back to telling my younger self, is just like, don't, like, if you don't value, like, that person's opinion, then who gives a shit what they think? Like, you know, just as long as you're happy and the people you care about, you know, you, I guess, value their opinion, then that's it. Mm. It doesn't matter about anything else. For sure. So. And to modify the quote, lions don't lose sleep over the opinion of of sheep yes. apparently it's wolves but we're gonna go lions yeah that's what we're about <laughs> fearless here yeah that's awesome that's probably quite a succinct and appropriate way to end what's been um, yeah. an insightful conversation and a bit of a yes. peek inside your life and day-to-day yeah. runnings and competitions because i know loads of people will be familiar or interested yeah. shall we say so lenise thank you for your time i really that's appreciate right. it thank you for having me my pleasure. Before we go, yeah. um, for people who want to find out more or if they want to reach out and ask a question or yeah. follow you, follow along on social, where are the best places to find you? And even for your makeup as well, for the girls who would like to, you know, maybe recruit you for that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've just got both of my Instagram pages would be the best way. Um, Lenise Patini is my personal page and Lenise Patini underscore makeup for my uh, makeup business. So, yeah, that'd be the best way for sure. <laughs> easy, easy. And as always, guys, I'll put those links in the description below. Lenise, thank you again for your time. Thank Pleasure. you for having me. Thank you for uh, building the confidence up. Hopefully it That's wasn't right. too painful. No, too it was painful. fine. <laughs> it was right, good. Mate. No, it was yeah. good. <laughs> it's always feel really better good. when it's done. You're like, yeah, oh, it wasn't so bad. Let's go yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when are we scheduling the next one? <laughs> yeah, well, hey, part two. Maybe <laughs> yeah. uh, after season B, right? Yes, very much so. so. guys, watch I'd this like space. That. And yeah, yeah, all the best, Lenise. I will be there, of course, supporting you. It's going to be very exciting. Your support means the world. Exactly. Well, it's all about it, right? you got to get behind the friends and family. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Let's it makes see. me well up when people tell me, you know, that they're going to come and watch the show and they're like, yeah, I'll be there to pull you. I'm like, oh my God, really? Thank you so much. God. It's very exciting. So, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you can have a lot of support yeah. there. I hope so. It's going to be thanks, exciting. Guys. So, watch this space, everybody. Yes. And of course, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it, guys. I will ask a small favor. If you're on YouTube watching, remember to like, comment if you've got anything positive. Comment if you want to ask Lenise a question, if you want to ask me a question, if you want to see something for round two. And also remember to subscribe, guys. Please hit that bell icon for weekly videos. We'll see you here every week. And for those of you who are listening, if it's safe to do so, and you're not in the car, I always say that because I know a lot of you listen in the car as I do, make sure you go and leave a rating and a review. You just literally scroll down to the bottom of my channel on iTunes if you're on there or Spotify, and you can just leave a rating. It's really easy and guys it helps the channel grow it helps more people uh, get this around so if you liked it and you know someone else who would like it share it around leave a review really appreciate it and of course until the next episode in the meantime stay fearless perfect